Okay, I don't know how to intro the podcast. I never know how to intro the podcast, but I've figured out that that is the best way to intro the podcast because it makes everything feel more real and everyone feel like we're all grounded, which, uh, which is very exciting. But the other exciting thing is we've got a guest in today. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself and tell them why you love North and why you're here? Uh, yeah, so I'm Dylan. Uh, I've been a North Nuffy since the day I was born. Um, my mum got us into North Melbourne by... So it's her fault. It's her fault um, <laughs> for this you can't blame horrible life that, that I live. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, she had a crush on John Longmire. Who didn't? Yeah, exactly. Big, Big horse. horse. So, um, yeah, just been a North Nuffy ever since and been struggling since <laughs> whatever it's been, 20... 16 or... We've got to keep the mood high early yeah, on. Yeah, we can't, yeah. we'll we can't go in the doldrums. We'll stay positive. Just yet. But you're basically here because my knowledge on players is awful, mm-hmm. as I've been called out for a few times right. by the listeners, yep. um, saying my lack of knowledge on other players, so you shouldn't listen to the podcast. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to be able to learn all the players, so I've recruited you, yep. who's got that nuffy brain, um, to help me basically understand that there are other players in the league besides North Melbourne players. Yeah, and it's it's quite sad in a lot of ways that I'm better at this than my job. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. like, Well, look, know. if the podcast kicks off enough, maybe we'll be on Joe Rogan dollars. And, yeah. And uh, I'll flick you a bit of coin. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Let's pray. We can only hope. We can only hope. I'll, I'll upgrade my North membership. Yes. Yeah, good. I've, act- I've actually never been a North member before, to be honest with you. No so, way. No, I haven't. Well, I lived in Tassie for so long. It didn't oh, really do anything yeah. for me. Right. And since I've moved up here, they've been a bit average. And I'm like, oh, do I want to spend the money on that right now? But I, mm. I kind of want to because yeah, now I'm thinking true. Clarkson's here to take us to the granny. So I should probably yeah. probably get on that and get that like prime platinum membership or whatever they, they'd be. Yeah, well, finals isn't out of the question next year. I, <laughs> I like the optimism. We're back on the positive. Oh, God. All right, so basically what we're going to do today is we're going to go through um, what positions we need uh, to fill in the team, some players we've been linked to, and some of your suggestions of players mm-hmm. that we might be able to target. You know, some of them realistic, some of them may be hopeful, but it doesn't matter. We're just looking at other players in the sort of moulds that we need. Yep. So kicking it off... What positions, and I've written a, a few down here, but off the top of your head, what positions for the club do we need to fill the most? If you had to rank them, give me your number one, two, three, four, five, whatever it needs to mm-hmm. go to. What positions are the most crucial that we need to fill? Well, you know, assuming Mackay gets to mm. where he we'll, wants we'll to go. We'll assume Mackay's gone. Um, yeah, we clearly need a, a key defender, a yep. big key defender. Mm. Um, Aiden Core and... Cal Dawson are, are a little bit undersized. Yes. Um, so we need a big, strong key defender. Mm. Like even a mature key defender really. Yes. Um, not a young guy that we plan to develop. Mm. A ready-made AFL standard key defender. Do you think – is that the number one position for you that you'd need to recruit, do you reckon? Yeah, I think it would be. Number one, yep. Um, and we we clearly need a strike partner for – for Larky up there. For Larky, but mm. I've got the feeling, I've just got a feeling that they're going to move Charlie Combin down back. Yeah, I, I'm hearing a lot uh, about Charlie Combin going down back. Um, mm. And I don't mind it. It's very Robbie Tarrant-esque. I think Darcy Moore was also drafted Darcy as a Moore defender. Darcy Moore was a forward. A forward, yeah. sorry, and became defender. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've been hearing a lot about that too. I don't want to take it. 
mm. as gospel, obviously. But um, yeah, I think I think key defense is crucial, absolutely crucial for me. Uh, I said this on a previous podcast. Is I think I think the ruck position for me is more mm. crucial than defense. I think I would rather trust. Oh, I never thought I'd say I'd trust Aiden Core more than somebody, but this is how dire it is. <laughs> I'd rather trust. This feels awful. I can't even say. It. I'd rather trust Aiden Core and Cal Dawson and a recovering Griffin Logue mm-hmm. than I probably would Jerry and Hamish Free. Yeah, because we're going to be losing Goldie. Right. Um, I know that's a crazy opinion, but I think I think Jerry is so average, mm. for lack of a better word, that that I think I'd rather trust Cal Dawson and Core to do some sort of defensive work more than I would Jerry as a ruckman. Right. Yeah, um, Jerry's an interesting one, like because I thought he'd become our number one, and clearly the club rates him very highly, but I don't. As the season went on, I know mm. he was injured throughout the season. But Do you think next season he's – what do you think of him next season? Because I don't want to go on about Jerry again. And I know people don't want to listen to me continuously mm. go on about him and Aiden Core. So that's not what we're going to be about today. But what do you think next year from Jerry? Would you be happy if we went in with him as our number one or do you think someone else needs to be there? Yeah, so I do have thoughts on this. I, I think Jerry is a bit – undersized for what he tries to do. He's a crash and bash rush ruckman. Mm. Um, he's not skillful. He's no. not a skillful ruckman. Absolutely um, not. So my thoughts is that my opinion is that CCJ is a ruckman, not a forward. Interesting. Okay. So I'd, I wouldn't mind seeing CCJ as our number one ruck mm. and not Cherry. And then we just bring in a, a key forward. Okay. What gives you the confidence in, in CCJ? I'm a CCJ guy. I, li- I like what yeah, he I'm did. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm so not a CCJ. Really? I, yeah, I okay. think I'm more of a Jerry guy than, oh, than CCJ. Spicy podcast. Yeah. This is what the viewers want. Yeah, this is what they want. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, no, I see CCJ more of a ruckman than a key forward. I don't think he's mobile enough to play key forward. He did all right in that key forward role. for though, yeah. like, like when he, he came was in. okay, I, yeah. I thought he tailed off. Quite he did a lot. absolutely, and he that, did that's tail that's off. fine. Like people go through ebbs and flows throughout the season in their mm. form, um, but yeah. So I, I I see him more as a ruckman, not a forward. Is that because of his lack of, in your opinion, lack of forward ability, or because of you you didn't think he was that bad in the ruck? I don't think he's bad in the ruck, okay. and I think his follow up work is okay. I, I don't think he has, like, as soon as the ball hits the ground, we completely lose. Yes. Any yes. ability to lock the ball. I was going to say, if there's, a, if there's a ground ball get and you had Jerry or CCJ picking yeah. it up, who would you bet on? Yeah. Ex- oh, my God. <laughs> Once Lord. again, let's keep it positive because yeah, that's yeah. a dark, um, dark hole to go down. And I, I honestly, I find it because I, I love all the players as yeah. well. Even though I don't rate some of them, I still love them. Yeah, absolutely. Like just because um, I don't – I'm not the biggest fan of Core and, and Jerry doesn't mean I don't like them. Like yeah. if, they beca- if they're all Australian like next I want year, them I'm going to love well. them. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Okay. But yeah, so that's how I see it. I, I see CCJ going into a more of a ruck role. Do you um, think they do that though? I don't know. Yeah. Conundrums. Yeah, and I thought Charlie Combin, when he pinched it in the ruck, was great too. Yeah, I agree. I just don't want him to get injured. No. Like we got to wrap him in cotton wool. But that's the thing. Like, I, I'm, this is kind of why I'd, I kind of want him to go back mm. is because we've had yeah. in, in injury-prone forwards and things like that before. Yeah. 
and when they go back, it maybe doesn't seem as quite as taxing on your body. I agree. Um, I agree 100%. I, yeah, I don't have heaps of logic behind that, but just the track record, how many times we've we seen defenders go forward and be successful compared mm. to forwards go back. Yep. So interesting. Um, okay, key defence, Ruckman, any other positions you think um, we should recruit? I think we need a wing partner. Yep. For Bailey Scott, and I think obviously we've been heavily linked to Dylan Stevens, but which requested we can, the the trade to to North. Yeah, which we can talk about later. But yep. um, we need some class. I, I feel mm. like we just need someone. We with, need someone who can get class. the ball off the back line and distribute it to our forward line. Yeah, and I think I think uh, Bergman Goda on either flank is is great. I love those two. I, I love mm. Josh Goda. Um, because he can play taller than he, he seems. He's okay. got a really good vertical leap. I love. Jury's love out on Josh Goda for me. I like really? him. Wow. I like him. Okay, I think okay. he's got potential, but oh, I'm right. not sold on, on okay. Josh Goda yet. I think his his round 23 performance was was great. Mm. And he's had really good flashes. And I think mm. I'm not out on Josh Goda at all, but I would, and I'd be giving him game time, yep. but I'm not, I'm not sort right. of sold. No, um, I'm huge on him. Yeah, oh, oh look, I'm, I'm, I'm huge on his potential. I know you're a Bergman guy, but I love I love Bergman, but and it's a travesty to this nation yeah, that uh, he didn't get game time in that back half of the year. But you know, I gave an example with Charlie Lazaro. As in, I've never seen a game from Charlie Lazaro to make me go, "That's what he can do." Until the last round mm. of last How season, how good was he? Fantastic. And and Goat has shown me those glimpses. But you've got other players like mm. a Flynn Perez or a Jerry or someone like that, Marnie, you know. They, they, <laughs> they, were, all, they were all in the same, same draft, by the way. Uh, were they all the same draft? I want to say they were all, it was all 2019. It was, oh, God. I think that was noble type areas <laughs> for us. <laughs> COVID was the second worst thing to happen yeah. around that time. Um, they never had moments for me where I've gone, that's what they can do. Mm-hmm. But these guys have. So I'm sticking with Goda because mm. I like him and mm. I think he could be really good. He's shown me enough glimpses, but he probably has to be more consistent for me to be like, that's the guy that's going to be at our half back line when yeah. we make the finals yeah. instead of having to recruit. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, I think one position we don't need is a medium size forward. We've got way too many. We've of got those. so many yeah. mediums. And just midfielders in general. Oh my God. Just. <laughs> Yeah, which is yeah, which is a weird one. Why we're mm. being linked to Zach Fisher, who wants, wants more midfield, m- time. midfield time. That's an interesting one because I was going to ask you about that one, which we'll talk more about Zach Fisher soon. But you know, Zach Fisher either is at halfback or halfback wing or that forward pocket sort of player. Mm. And as far as I know from talking to like Carlton fans, he's been more successful off the halfback and and the yeah. wing, um, which which would make sense to me. So if you move. Zach Fisher into a halfback role and have that distributor because he's a great kick. Mm. He's a really nice kick and maybe you play him in that kind of Aaron Hall type role yeah, yeah. and then you move Sheasel out. I guess that's the thing, isn't it? Moving Sheasel. But then, you know, is, is Bergman, Bergman go to Zach Fisher moving Sheasel? I guess someone's got to miss out, but mm. I guess that's good because then there's competition for Agreed. spots instead of having two really good halfbacks and then being like, oh, one's injured for half the year, so now we've got Aidan Bonner to bring in off halfback. Yeah, and they still haven't made Unless a call on... Unless that's the role to unleash him yeah. like never before. They still haven't made a call on Bonner and no, Marnie or and Marnie. Kane yeah. Turner as well. Turner. well. Mate, the people want Kane Turner in the team. Do they? Well, online they do. Okay. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, Bonner's another guy who... 
started off as a forward. And Did a he start as a forward? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. His debut, he was um, the first handful of games at GWS, he, he was a forward and midfielder, like inside mid. But okay. then, I don't know what happened. <laughs> we what moved happened. him down back and yeah, good job. the rest is history. All right. Um, small forward, maybe another one for me as mm-hmm. well. Just like that small Charlie Cameron type. I don't know if we're going to be able to get one yeah. as good as that. But, you know, obviously there's Nick Watson in the draft and stuff like that. But yep. Um, and we've been linked to, once again, we'll talk about soon, but Spargo mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, look on the weekend after the grand final with Bobby Hill, what a small forward can do if you yeah. don't have, like McStay went down, my check, you know, I like my check, I think he's good, but maybe not consistent enough. Mm. Um, Collingwood had nothing else going forward other than Bobby Hill, it seemed like, um, other than goals from their midfield. So, yeah. Yeah, we don't also have one of those. I'm not sure, like, why to, to me, why can't Paul Curtis play that role or why mm. can't Jaden Stevenson do that? I'm not sure. Like, what really is the difference between a small forward and a medium forward? Yeah. But, you know, I guess they're maybe just not quick or agile enough. But right. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, we've, we have so many forwards. Yeah, so we've many. We've got Cooper Eddie Harvey, <laughs> Eddie Ford, Paul Curtis, Cam Zerha, Steve-o. who's kind of like a – Hybrid key yeah, forward almost. I'd like to see him in the midfield more, but once again, Same. that just means more mid. Yeah, <laughs> more mid. Halfback um, Zerha. Yeah. Key yeah, defending Zerha. Yeah. Unreal. Um, yeah, Jaden Stevenson. I mean, we have so many. Yeah. And Robert Hansen. Robert Hansen Jr. Braden, Braden George. Braden George, yeah. Like, and once again, how, all reports, how, the dude's going to be a star. How exciting is it going to be next year to see Braden George yeah. going around? Yeah. Big sausage, they call him. Big sausage. Yeah. Wowee. His fly must have been down at training sometimes. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm super <laughs> excited about that. And, and, and I'm yeah. sure as as it usually goes, you, you kind of start. Curtis as a, Taylor as well. Curtis Sorry, Taylor, yeah, 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 yeah. But as it, as it usually goes, you kind of start as a small forward or a, you know, a half back and then they'll move you into a midfield mm. role. So I could see a Paul Curtis or... Braden George rolling through the midfield. Yeah, Paul Curtis is an awful kick though. And that's the one thing I would say about him is the amount of times I've seen him wheel around and try and hit someone right. on the left and it it's the old worm burner along the ground. Is, is he wild. does try to kick it very hard. I will say this. I think that him and Larky are starting to form a really good relationship. I've seen him turn blindly completely on his left foot knowing mm. Larky's going to lead at him, particularly in that last um, – yeah. That last game against Gold Coast. I think Paul Curtis is good at leading up the ground too because he's a slightly mm. bigger body and can take a good mark. I'll say this about Paul Paul Curtis yeah. as well. He, They reckon he's the strongest guy at the club in bench. I've heard that too. They reckon he benches like 150. And, 150. Um, he was in a one-on-one contest with Harry Himmelberg yeah. from the GWS down in Tassie and he's completely out-muscled Just Harry Himmelberg him. who's a key defender. Yeah, he's a big guy. And... I, yeah, I just think Paul Curtis could be anything. Okay. Yeah, but look, so his, his ceiling is high, but he's his so floor high. is low. I think that's the thing with, with Paul Curtis is like, you know, we've, we've seen the maybe the first half of his season was mm. very lacklustre. It was, But then yeah. the second half he really showed what he can do. So mm. I think he's the – yeah, he's such a crucial domino to fall because if he can hit his potential, he could be mm. a star. And robbed of goal of the year too. I agree. That Ashcroft one, Daniel Wells already did that. It's been done. Mm. But when's the last time you saw someone on the ground pick the ball up, then get off the ground, mm. shrug two blokes and kick it on his non-preferred from the boundary? Oh, it was, it was incredible. But, yeah, so right. I was at that game as well and yeah. it was 
probably the moment oh, of the that season. That was the Sydney game, wasn't it? How did you feel at the end of that one? Oh, we, we honestly had... you wouldn't have known what we, was going on. We had on. no idea what was going on yeah. until I just kept scrolling on Twitter until someone finally put up <laughs> that. But it was also the, the, the coming of... The second coming of Jesus Christ <laughs> called George Wardlaw <laughs> yes. as well. Game, yes, so. he's my Lord and Saviour, absolutely. Mm. All right, let's get into some uh, players that we have been linked to. Mm-hmm. So I'll read out some names here and then we can uh, look at some stats and just have a have a chat about them. So probably the two most obvious ones, let's chat about Zach Fisher. So reports coming through today that he's this week he'll request a trade to North Melbourne. Um, excited uh, by the project, which I'm sure everybody will say just for media, and um, he wants more midfield time. So yeah. give me your thoughts initially on Zach Fisher because looking at his stats here, uh, elite in disposals, 20.8. Elite in kicks, 11.3 a game. Um, everything else, uh, when you look at marks inside 50 goals, that sort of stuff, uh, not fantastic, but he wasn't playing at that end of the ground. So it's mm. more about his clean disposal, kicking and his distribution. I do think that he is someone we lack, um, someone who is super clean with their kicking um, and is just quite silky in general. Mm. Um, I just don't know where they plan to play him. Well, that was going to be my next question. If you were going to pick, where would you play him? Would you go halfback, wing slash midfield or forward pocket? I'd probably play him in a forward pocket. Okay. Because we don't, like you said before, we don't have that actual genuine small forward Do you at the reckon moment. he's that like genuine small agile forward? Yeah, so that's what he played. I think oh, he's played over 100 games, I think, at, at Carlton. Mm. And... I would say 90% of those games he played it in that yeah. in that forward pocket role. Because they only recently moved him yeah, it was this, this year. season, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, so that's where I do see him. However, I've seen him roll through the midfield um, and he's quite handy there. He's just quite slight of frame, mm-hmm. um, which could be an issue getting bumped around in the midfield um, and also down back. Like if, if they isolate Zach Fisher in a one-on-one. Yeah, he might not, get. No, no bueno for mm. He's also best mates with Griffin Logue, I think. So Is he? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Interesting. So I think there's a bit of a connection there. Um, we – I don't believe we'll have to give up much to get him. Okay. So, like it, it'll be a third-round pick, I yeah. think. Okay. Like a future third round or something like that. So we, We've got a third round this year, I think. Good question. Don't actually – I should know this. No, that's fine. That's fine. You can have a look, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I looked at I don't think what we picks have a we've second got. Round. We've got pick 40 at the moment as yeah, it stands. Yeah, that's the third so round, isn't it? That's a third round pick. Yeah, yeah, so chuck and pick 40. We'll take Fisher off your hands. Yeah, yeah. For pick, for pick 40 for sure. We've, we've had some good picks at, in that third round though. I, th- I want to say Yeah, Eddie but Ford we're probably not going to get a player better than Zach Fisher yeah, at that point. probably not. I guess it's the four-year four year deal and mm. stuff like that. Um, yeah. Which – I don't think we're in a position to complain too much about this. I know it's very easy to be like, oh, uh, Polek vibes and things mm-hmm. like that. But Polek wasn't a bad deal at the time. It just turned out to be bad because of his injury record, in my opinion. Like, I know we offered him a lot of money, mm. but I think if you're going to get a – he was only a couple of years removed from an All-Australian team, wasn't he, when yeah. we got him? So, you know, a club like North, <clears throat> I mean, everyone's going to have to pay overs for good players. I just don't think it was that bad of a deal at the time. I'm not saying it was amazing, but looking back, I think people go, oh, why did we even do that? Well, you're only saying that because of him mm. never getting on the park. But yeah, I don't know. But your face looked like you disagreed with that. Um, I think 
you could look back at a lot of deals in retrospect and go, yep. this was a bad deal. Because um, I'm trying to remember what everyone thought at the time and I didn't see that much negativity around Polek. Maybe mm. the money, but I, I talked to Marnie a few days ago on the podcast and I said, you know, because she, she said that Ben Mackay is going to get overpaid. And I'm like, well, key defender, 25, 200 centimetres, about to go into their prime. You can't not overpay in quotation marks for a player like that. Mm. The, the salaries keep going up. The salary caps keep going up. Mm. That in two, three years' time, Mackay might look like a fantastic deal. Um, <clears throat> and I'm kind of on the same page as that. Like Zach Fisher's got experience, class, maybe hasn't hit the heights, but we're also not the type of club to get players at that height as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, that, that wasn't a great trade period looking back. With Well, there's a lot back then that didn't go uh, too well. I think we just finished paying Polek this year. I think we paid him this year. Mm. For oh, who else are we paying though? Like, yeah, I know. I know. I know it's not good. I mean, yeah, I don't want to yeah. do that going forward, but um, well, you, yes or no to Zach Fisher then? What, what, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I think he fills a, fills a need. And if you look at who we've delisted, um, like Flynn Perez, Lockie Young. Mm. Um, Phoenix Spicer. Phoenix Spicer and who was the other? Oh, Jack, uh, Edwards. Oh, yeah. never got a game. Jacob Edwards. Let's yeah. not talk about taking Jacob Edwards over John Newcomb. We could re-rookie him. <laughs> no, yeah, we could. Um, we've got two extra rookie spots actually now. Um, that key forward partner for luck. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's a great pickup. Um, it fills a need. Um, if you look at our delistings, I think we are like guys like Lockie Young. You do need depth, guys like that. And the fact that we're delisting yeah. a guy like that, um, do I you think, think it suggests we're gonna get that done? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it suggests that you know we're holding higher standards at the club now. Okay, like if guys like that are getting delisted, yeah, um, yeah, I think. We're we're going to be okay. So okay. yeah, no, I like I like Zach Fisher. Um, yeah, I know he's really close with Griffin Logue, so I'm sure there would have been some <laughs> chatter between those two for sure. Agent Griff, yeah, Agent Griff. All right, uh, yeah, uh, yes from me as well. I would I would take mm. Zach Fisher. I'm trying to be as realistic as possible about where the club is at, and I don't think at this point we can say no to getting 25 yeah. year old players about to go into their primes. Mm. With potential and class, you mm-hmm. know, I don't think we're in a position to knock back people like that. So, and and it's just he he can't get a spot in that Carlton team at the moment. He's just not Which in there. A good team, in as much as I don't like to admit it, they're a good yeah, team. Yeah, they made a prelim, so yep. I think it's I think it's good for us. Mm. Yep. Uh, Dylan Stevens, the other obvious one. Before we get mm. into some lesser known ones, yeah. Um, looking at it, was he picked five a few years ago? Yeah, um, I think he's from Mildura, but he played for South Australia. But he's seen okay. as a he's seen as a Victorian, I think. Um, he, I believe, he's played about forty something games for Swans, um, and he's a specialist wingman. Okay, um, he's a left footer. We all know Clarko likes left footers. Mm. Um, I was going to say, why do you think Clarkson's targeting him or mm. wants him? Yeah, he, he loves he loves a left footer. He does, doesn't and, he? Um, again, he just adds some class to. A North Melbourne team that that severely lacks lacks class, yeah, lacks class and, and kicking ability. Um, he did play in last year's grand final for Sydney, like he was in their grand final team. Was he? And okay, yeah, and he played. He had a quite a good final series too. Um, but he's just been just been frozen out of that team 
by guys like Errol Goulden. I was going to say him Chad, coming on. Yeah. Chad Warner mm. and they've got what o- is he, Ollie Florent. Two as well. Yeah, so a good age, great age, mm. and a perfect, you know, a perfect opposite side wingman for, for, for Bailey. Bailey Scott. Yep. So, um, and yeah, I think it's a great pickup. I don't know what. We'll have to give up for someone like that. Maybe a future second round pick, something like that. Yeah, I, I think it's time to start getting rid of some of these picks as well. Not maybe not this year's and mm. and whatever. Uh, Nick, obviously, there's the ones next year that we got in the assistance package. But um, I probably want to try and trade up for Riley Sanders. Mm-hmm. I think I did make a mistake on my last podcast thinking that we could get Riley Sanders with points from trading the picks, but yeah. I've learned since then that that's not the case. So apologies for that. Um, but we can trade those picks. The rumour is to Gold Coast, maybe mm-hmm. get pick four mm-hmm. and be able to draft Riley Sanders mm. then, which if North end up getting two, three and four, not that this is a draft episode, but if we end up getting something like that, that would be pretty crazy. So, look, mm. I'm not getting too optimistic about that. I think that's pretty far-fetched. I don't know if clubs would let us do that, but I also know that the clubs would want the picks as well. So yeah, we'll and, wait and see on that. And, and just on that assistance package – the two first rounders we get next year are to be reviewed. Yeah. If we're but, too good, they can adjust but, them. But we can trade them now. So yep. we're obviously going to trade them this year and, and mm. e- either either for a player or um, I believe they're going to try to get mm. another pick in that, that top ten. Yeah. Um, so we have three first rounders. Um, any stats in particular about Dylan Stevens sort of concern you? I'm just looking at him here. Um, 13.5 disposes a game below average, um, contested possessions below average, kicks below average, clearances, score involvements. It's all sort of average or mm. below. Um, mm. Do you think that's just lack of opportunity or maybe not fitting the system as much as maybe doesn't suggest his talent might not be as high as we are hoping? Yeah, it could be a continuity thing. He, he I mean, that wing role isn't a, an overly contested role. Mm. Um, it's not. Like he's at the coal face, like a Will yeah, Phillips every yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it could be a continuity thing, lack of opportunities. But um, I, I, I truly believe that he's he's just been frozen out by, yeah. by better players. Um, I mean, pick five, twenty two years old, wants to come to the club. Mm. Uh, you'd be with the club in the position it is. You'd be crazy to say no to someone mm. like that. Yeah, and I think I think it says a lot about the club's direction. Yeah, as well the fact that young talented guys want to come come to our club so mm. um and sometimes what's best for these guys is just a, mo- a fresh yeah fresh start fresh start so yeah cool all right um i think yes so yes for both of us for Big Stevens. yes, yes yep. i would take him yeah um hunter clark reliving mm. last year's mm. rumors yeah. um i don't know this one doesn't excite me too much. I feel like the Hunter Clark ship has sailed yep. mainly because go to Bergman, if you get Stevens, mm-hmm. Fisher, all these guys, um, I don't know where he would fit anyway. And I'd probably rather any of those two than Hunter Clark, but I don't know why exactly. Maybe just because they're younger. Well, Zach Fisher's mm-hmm. not. I think out of Hunter Clark, Zach Fisher and Dylan Stevens, I'd say Fisher's probably the best proven player. Yeah, I'd say so. so. Far. Yeah. Um, and if you're giving me Stevens or Hunter Clark, probably give me Stevens. Mm. I don't know why. I think I'm just going off potential. I feel like Hunter Clark might have hit his ceiling. Yeah, um, Hunter Clark's an, an interesting one. I, th- I think he was a first-round pick as well. Um, but he couldn't get a game at St Kilda last year and asked for a trade to us quite late on in the 
the trade period and then mm. Saints wanted a first-round pick for him, which was never going to happen. Um, I don't personally rate Hunter Clark. Mm. Uh, I think that he is a bit slow. Yeah. I don't think his disposal's that good. Um, he's able to rack up the ball, but I, I'm not a massive fan of him yeah. in general. Um, I haven't heard many Saints fans mm. rave about him too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's always a good indicator. I've asked a lot of Carlton fans about Zach Fisher as an example, mm-hmm. and a lot of them, most of them are like, oh, I don't really want to lose him. But, mm. you know, I haven't heard much on Hunter Clark from mm. Saints fans. So, Yeah. To me, when I think about Hunter Clark, he's a bit, one-paced and slow. He just mm. doesn't have that burst and his disposal isn't, in my opinion, um, that amazing. Um, so, yeah, it would be it would be a no from, from me on getting someone like a Hunter Clark. And plus, again, our midfield is stacked at the moment, yeah. um, particularly if it's healthy. So is he more of a midfielder or a halfback? He plays both. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he'll, he'll, go, he'll go both. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably a no for Hunter Clark for me. I think mm. the other two guys more potential and and already better. Mm. So agreed. Um Charlie Spargo from the Demons. Yeah. This one has sort of popped up. I don't know how much there is to it, but mm. we've been we've been linked. He's not getting the opportunities at the D's. Um small forward, I mean his goal accuracy, 61% elite. Um he didn't even average a goal a game though, but I know he didn't get the opportunities and as we've seen from the final series, um the D's forward line is it the most functional mm. um cozy pickett obviously keeping him out probably mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on spargo yeah so i hadn't heard that that rumor about spargo okay. so that that's why i thought i'd uh talk bring it up on the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. uh yeah i hadn't heard that I, I think he's a great player i, I really yeah. do and i'd take him in a heartbeat in our in our mm. forward line um I, I don't think the demons would would let him go um, yeah He's a very handy player. I thought he had a really, really good final series as well um, for Melbourne. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd take him for sure. But I don't think. Don't think it's much of a chance. I don't think it's a, ch- of a, a chance happening, um, and I'm not sure it's a priority as well because he he's not. He's, he's a player that can only play that one position. And in, in, mm. in, I don't mind that in players though. Yeah, I, I feel like we get caught up sometimes. I don't mind that. Yeah. In, in different sports as well. Like I, I watch a lot of Premier League and mm-hmm. uh, Chelsea as an example. I don't know. Do you watch much Premier yeah, League? Okay. I watch a little bit. Yeah. What, what team do you follow? I kind of like Aston Villa just because of their, okay, their colours. And they're, they're doing pretty well. At the I moment. can accept just Aston Villa. As long as it's not Tottenham. Um, with Chelsea, the last year and this year, they've been so bad, but they've recruited a lot of players that play multiple positions. Mm-hmm. But you can be a jack of all trades, a master of none, as the saying goes. Yep. And sometimes, you know, if we just get all utilities, is a yep. utility as effective as a proper key defender or a key forward? Like, it's a good debate, yeah. You know what I mean? And we've already got a lot of players that can be a utility. You know, mm-hmm. if Combin's going to go back, Zerha, Braden George, that bigger body, mm-hmm. you know, we've got players who can be – Utilities. I think Simkin can play multiple roles. Mm. Eddie Ford obviously can play sort of that wing or in the forward line. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think just getting a forward pocket who is a forward pocket would be really good. Mm-hmm. You know, like Lindsay Thomas was a forward pocket. Yeah. And the dude couldn't do anything else, but he mm-hmm. could do that fantastically well. That's and true. And sometimes, you know, you're not going to play Bobby Hill in the midfield, are you? No. And look what he can do. Because he pick it, like, I, I guess he did get a little bit of midfield time in some patches and he mm. was okay, but he's a forward, mm. right? So, yeah, look, I kind of agree with you. The Spargo thing I've heard be linked um, or talked about. Interesting. Um, but 
I don't think there's much mm. to it. I would definitely take him though. Yeah, absolutely. He, I, he's I a, he's a really too. handy player. Yeah. Um, if, yeah. If Fisher's gonna, if it was between Fisher and Spargo though, because if they're gonna play those two forward pocket roles. I don't know. I feel like Fisher wants to come and I think that's important for us right mm. now. Yeah. Fisher's got much better averages and things like that. But and yeah, look. Obviously the club likes Robert Hansen Jr. too. Yeah, yeah. He's got another year to go on his contract. So it's we'll, ma- we'll see what, we'll see what happens. I think if he, yeah, if he can't break into the side next year, it might be a delisting, unfortunately. I think he's got talent, obviously, but... I don't know. I don't know if he showed too much in the mm. games he had. It's a very small sample size and I don't mm. want to write him off at mm. all. But it feels like he might be the last of the players drafting from the old regime when now we're going to look to Possibly, get in yeah. actually established players like Fishers and Stevens mm. and stuff like that. Um, and maybe he won't make it into mm. the side. But, hey, I hope I'm wrong and I hope he turns into an electric yeah. small forward because there were little glimpses but I there's there not more, much polish. I, I, I thought there were more glimpses from him than Spicer. Absolutely. Um, I agree. He's, he's, a, he's a lot taller and stronger than, than Spicer too, yeah. which I think helps. Mm. But, um, yeah, interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, Marbior Chol. Did I say mm. his first name mm-hmm. correctly? Marbior? Yep. Marbior Chol. Key four, 200 centimetres. Uh, apparently can play in the ruck a bit as yeah, well. Yeah, he pinches in the ruck. Yep. Um, averages and things aren't fantastic. Averaged mm-hmm. 1.3 goals a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know... Yeah, the Gold Coast didn't really have. Uh, they, well, they've got a lot of key forwards coming they in, do, and obviously yeah. not the focal point. Not that he's going to be the focal point if he comes to us. Twenty six years old as well, hundred kilos. I I have a gut feeling that I want him, mm-hmm. and I don't know why because mm-hmm. the stats don't suggest so. Um, but something ab- I don't know if I'm getting you know Majak Door vibes of just some just this. Sudanese background, like a- athletic machine. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he's taking clunks and that sort of stuff. Majak Dor, even though his time was limited, it was one of my favourite players yeah, he's great in a watch. north jumper. Yeah. Yep. And every time he played, I watched just to see how well he played or totally. poorly. But, you know, that year he played in the back line, I reckon he was near one mm-hmm. of the better defenders in the league. With Chol... I don't really know if that's his type. I'm assuming he's quite athletic and strong, but maybe hasn't done it yet at AFL mm-hmm. level. Yeah, so Charles uh, started off. He, he started off at Richmond as a as a key forward. That's right, then, he did too under Dimmer, and then got traded. Which is funny because Dimmer's the coach of Gold Coast now, and he might get traded <laughs> out again. Um, yeah, Gold Coast have two big keys. Coming in this draft, yeah. in Walter and Reed, King on the King on the list, yeah, and Casbolt. So Casbolt's still there, and we'll we'll touch on some more um, keys later on mm. that they have. But um, yeah, with with Chol, he kicked 44, 40 something goals last last year in the AFL, and then just mm. just fell out of favour this year. I think yeah. he played ten games, um, ten games and kicked forty. Oh no, last year. Oh, last year. Last sorry. year he kicked forty four. He only played about ten games this year. Okay. Um, so he can only, clearly do it then. He 44 can do goals it. in a season. He can do it. Yeah. The, the, the way he gets them, he gets goals a lot by getting out the back. Okay. Um, which Because we really need someone like a McStay type, honestly, 100%. just to be able to sit in the square and take a clunk. 100%. Do you think he could I'd, be that guy? He's got the frame to do it. but he, he does. And he does, but he's, I wouldn't say he's the best competitor. Mm. Like he doesn't. 
gritty his teeth and like a Charlie yeah. Combin does. Yeah. Um, if Charlie Combin was 200 centimetres and 100 kilos, though, mm. that's the ideal player. Correct. Yeah. And I'm always thinking here, I know uh, Charles is very raw. Mm. Um, clearly he's got a lot of talent, but he's very raw. Um, can he come under the uh, the wing of a Clarkson? Correct, yeah. And just turn him into play, literally just For play sure. his role, the old additive, play your yep. role. Yep. That McStay role would be perfect. While Larky's leading all over the place and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Kicking goals from everywhere. Can Chol just be that centerpiece, the bailout option when we do get tired? Because yep. we are still young. We do need to kick the ball long. At least he'll bring the ball to ground, I hope. So, look, I don't have much base basis. Uh, I'm not basing this off much, but he's just the exact type of player that I would love mm-hmm. if he was like a level or so above. And mm-hmm. I kind of get this gut feeling under Clarks and maybe he can reach it. So, I, I would take Chol, absolutely. Yep. Yep. But yeah, what, what I, do you I, think? I, I'd take Chol. I'd. I think we either way we need someone up there with Larky to kind of just just take away another key defender and and stop people um, stop the other defenders kind of mm. jumping off them to to double team Larky. Um, Chol could be that, um, and Clarkson could get the best out of him. Um, and at the right price, I think I'd I'd take Chol. I don't think it'd be too much as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe Brisbane have pulled out of the. Race for, for Where, Chol. Where's he going to play in Brisbane though? Like mm. he's not playing over Hipwood, or definitely not over Danaher. No, they've still got Gunston there, don't they? Gunston's did he still there. Retire? No, I think he's still there. But so it's between us, Adelaide, and Hawthorne, I believe. I now. heard those. Yeah, um, they're the ones. So yeah, look, I'd definitely take him. I believe there's, I think it's four year deals on the table for for Chol. So mm. I don't mind signing players up to a few years. Mm-hmm. I guess it's it's interesting being a sports fan of so many other codes. Like you'll barely get a, a player who's not washed in the NBA getting mm. under three year deals and yeah. stuff. But the AFL is like one year deal and then you got to renegotiate yep. it again and yep. like get some players to be here with Clarkson the whole time. You know, uh, how old is he? Is he twenty seven? Twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you've still got five, six years yep. in your prime. And mm. it, it, sports science these days, 30 isn't an age you decline at now. No. You know what I mean? Like I know he's not Dangerfield levels, but a Paddy Dangerfield or something like that is mm-hmm. clearly still very, very good. Maybe not the best year last year. But, you know, 26, he's in his prime. Mm. He, he's got so much more to give. So I don't know. I just – I like it and I believe in like him. It, but yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah. know why. I'm going with my no, gut I think here. I'll back you in here. But, uh, like, if I had the choice between Marby or Chol and – Buku Kamas from the Western Bulldogs. Well, that's the next guy on the list. We've also been linked to. I would take Buku Kamas. Do you reckon? Yeah. Only 191 centimetres. I, I, I love the way he competes. I, I actually went and watched him. I haven't really seen this guy before too, so I'm mm. going to go off, off Yeah, so my, my fiancé is a Western Bulldogs fan and um, so I watch a lot of Western Bulldogs <laughs> games and um, – yeah, I love I love the way he plays. Mm. I, I think he's a great competitor. He's super athletic. Um, he's a left footer too. So is Chol actually. But mm. um, yeah, I watched him kick four against our VFL side this year down at Port Melbourne, and, and he just lit it on fire. And I go, this guy, yeah, this guy could be anything. Do you know roughly how many games he played in the AFL this mm. year? Did he get much opportunity? Maybe one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Again, but same thing at the Bulldogs. They've got, you know, they've got Sam Norton Darcy. They've Eugle got Hagen. Norton, Eugle Hagen. They've got Rory Lobb. They've yeah. got um, this Stack. kid this kid coming through the draft who's a father's son, Jordan Croft. Mm. They've got just oodles of 
key key yeah, defenders key and, and, and key forwards because they've played Buku as a key defender as well. Mm. Um, but this year he's played forward. Um, I want to say he's kicked over thirty goals this year in the in the VFL. Okay, so he's had a very good season in the VFL. Um, he's young. Yeah, yeah, so twenty three. I do like him. I believe Collingwood are pretty keen on him too. Um, so we'll see with that one. But yeah, yeah you, look, you make a good, you make a really good case for for Chol as well. Yeah, so I just like the size of Chol he's and a big he's, guy. he's experienced yeah. as well. Yeah. He's got some AFL reps behind him and mm. twenty six to twenty three. I mean, yeah, there's a bit of an age difference, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't think. That's that big of a gap. Charles not twenty nine years old. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, I haven't I haven't seen anything of Buku though, honestly. So I'm not I'm really not too sure. Mm-hmm. My gut tells me Chol, um, but just because he's two hundred centimeters as well. Mm. I don't know. He's just the big guy we need. One hundred ninety one is still quite tall, obviously. Mm. But which, if you were going to pick one, which one would you take? Um, that's a good question. Chol is. Highly skilled mm. for for his for his size. For his size. He's, he's able to snap around the corner. Um, he's able to finish really really well. He's, mm. he's a much better finisher than than Buku Kamas. But um, I don't know. I, th- I feel like I have to go for my boy Buku Kamas. Just because you're going for Charles, right, I'll right. go for Buku. We'll, we'll fight this out later. Because it was funny. I was talking to my fiance earlier this year, and I go, "North should chase Buku. Why isn't he getting a game?" And um, now. You know, we're linked we're to linked. them. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, Nick Haynes, mm. 31-year-old defender, 192 centimetre. Um, is he only 192? 192 no. centimetres, it says. Okay. okay, And this was the part – this is the sort of player for me that would be perfect. Yeah, agreed. Um, like also as in like if we draft uh, Daniel Curtin and get an experienced defender like this, that's yep. my ultimate combination that would be good. in the defence next year. The only thing that worries me about him is the height. Mm. We have – and I don't want him to be another Aiden Core, and not as in he's not going to be good, but I think we've got enough slightly undersized key defenders. Yep. Um, at our disposal, especially mm. with how Core played. Do I expect Aiden Core to play like that next year? Not really, no. That will he? Maybe. I Hopefully. hope he does. But if if say he does, then what's the point of getting Nick Haynes? Mm. Like he's not gonna do you, would you put in your opinion Nick Haynes on a Tom Hawkins, on a McStay, on a big no. guy? Is that the, the No, you'd 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 probably with what we've got at the moment, you'd have to play probably a Callan Dawson on 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 a that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. That's terrifying. Uh, because Nick Haynes... Because Dawson's um, not that tall anyway. No, He's I about the same. He's like yeah, 191, 192, yeah. I think. Like early yeah, 190s. something like that. Something like that. We don't Nick, really have that Mackay size, exactly. big key. That's why I think... Uh, we should trade for Harris Andrews. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why I do think, yeah, we we they will look at Combin going down back. But Combin's sort of the same size too. I don't think Combin's that, mm. that big. Chat about Nick Haynes. I'll, I'll get. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, get yeah, comments. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 tell, do, you do the comments. Yeah, stats. Give, um, give me. Uh, give everyone the scouting report on Nick yeah, Haynes, so and I'll look Nick at Haynes, the comments. Nick Haynes is a he's an intercept defender. He um, he's someone that that doesn't play on your your big key forward. He kind of plays on the third third tallest forward and will Sorry intercept. Sorry to interject here really quickly. It says Charlie Commons one hundred and ninety nine. Yeah, he's a big guy. Is he that tall? Yeah, he's massive. Wow. Yeah. I didn't think he was that tall at all. Mm. 
Yeah, he's a big guy. All right. Sorry, go on about Nick Haynes. Um, yeah, so um, Nick 2.3 Hane- intercept marks a game for Nick Haynes. Yeah, as well, he's, which he's, he's a great he is a great interceptor. 2.1 um, above average one-on-ones, interse- uh, intercept possessions 5.5, mm. which is above average too. Mm. Yeah, and he, he, was, he was the best intercept defender in the game at one point. I want to say he made an All-Australian team. Okay. Um, don't quote me on that. I'm just completely no, missing no, on that. Fine. But um, yeah, great player. Was a great player. We haven't seen much of him this year, mainly because of the rise of Sam Taylor and and um, Jack Buckley um, mm. and Connor Iden. But this this move for GWS is 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 a salary dump move. Do you know what sort of money he's on? He's owed. Between one and one point two million for one year. I think so. Yeah, for one year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a back ended contract. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it would be. It might be a move where GWS pay a portion of that to ease their salary yeah. cap, but I guess it depends where our cap sits for like correct. a one year. Yeah. A one year thing as well. And we get these yeah. other players in. Yeah. I mean, I'd be happy to take a guy like Nick Haynes. I'd love Nick Haynes. Yeah. Honestly. If um as long as he doesn't affect us getting a Fisher or Stevens or mm-hmm. a Chole or someone mm-hmm. like that. Um, as long as it doesn't affect that, which I'm sure they'll be all over. Yeah. Getting someone like him and then ho- hopefully drafting a mm. curtain is my number one, one sort of defense solution. I think, yeah. And my my one worry is that it still doesn't solve our our key position problem down back. Um, I, yeah, like you said, he's not quite big enough to play on that yeah. big guy. So, but then there's the other thing, if Common is going to go back, yeah. now I've seen that he's that tall. I genuinely thought Common was like 191, 192. Mm. Well, he's a big guy. Yeah, big boy. So, yeah, we'll see. Handsome guy as well. I got to meet him at the Hawthorne game. He's, he's, a, he's, a st- yeah, handsome he's kind of blowing up a little bit on social we'll wait till media Wait he gets stuff. his uh, Guernsey ripped off and then his Instagram oh, followers mate, go through the roof. Up. Yeah, yeah, he's a bit of a rooster. Um, yeah, I'll, be able to, I'll be able to tell everyone I knew him before he got his shirt ripped off. Yeah. I'm like a hipster Charlie Common <laughs> yeah. fan. We uh, we got to meet him in Bay 29 at the Hawthorne game and um, we were talking about Need for Speed Most Wanted. So that was a fun okay. a fun interaction. Seems like a good guy. He's or? a good bloke. I oh, love good. Charlie. Yeah. I love that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'd definitely take Nick Haynes. Yeah, so for would sure. I. Here's another guy, Nick mm-hmm. uh, Cofield. Cofield. Yeah. Um, once again, an undersized defender, mm. um, which doesn't thrill me with this one. Uh, defender, 23 years old, 191 centimetres, 90 kilos. Um, I'm assuming he didn't play any AFL games because he hasn't got any yeah, real he's, stats. Yeah, he, he's here. had quite a lot of injuries. Um, well, that's an, oh, also another red flag. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This one just doesn't. Yeah, it do, doesn't do I'm it not, for me. I'm not that interested. I, I believe he's going to re-sign anyway with with Saints, from what I've heard. But okay. Um, yeah, kind of the Saints th- trying to bin their trash off to us. Yeah, I know, right? Come uh, on, Saints. Yeah, he's in that mold where he gets injured a lot, but when he does play, he plays quite well. Yeah. Um, he's a halfbacker, decent kick, um, quite brave as well, but. Um, is he that intercept sort of type as well because of his really. lack of size? It's more or they of a distributor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, um, we don't need those guys though because yeah, that's I'm what not, I think Aiden Core is. Like yeah. the one the one bit of praise I'll give Aiden Core is he can kick, kick pretty well. Mm. And he and Callan Dawson is the same. When Callan Dawson played the, the previous season after he got drafted mid-season, he, his best – plays were running off half back, mm. kicking it to somebody. Yeah. I'm like, stay down there, mate. Yeah, like, I know. You're, you're I know. a key defender. Why I do know. we only have key defenders that can run off half back and mm. our half backers don't seem to be able to run anywhere? Mm. Like, <laughs> I'm confused. Maybe yeah. we play Sheasel as our full back. Mm. 
Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think a guy like Caulfield would just take game time anyway off, yeah. off a Bergman or a Goda. So it, mm. for me, it's a no. So um, he's definitely more of like a, a a bigger sort of halfback distributor mm-hmm. than he is a key defender. No, he's not a key. Yeah, no. okay, not a key, yeah. No. 191, yeah, you're sort of stuck between being big and mm. small, aren't you? Yeah, you are, yeah. Okay, um, it's a no from both of us. Tim O'Brien from, Tim the, O'Brien. Western, from the Western Bulldogs. We're linked to him? From the Western, look, very loosely. Right. Uh, but I've heard uh, a couple of words. Mm-hmm. Delisted. Yeah, he was delisted, Hawks. yeah. Clarkson's uh, was there when he was there. Oh, was he? Yep. Yeah, I think yeah, he might he have been. Yeah, he would have been, yeah. Key defender, 29, 193 centimetres, 92 kilos. Interesting fact, uh, we cut Tim O'Brien's hair at the barbershop, actually. Okay. So maybe I should ask him when he comes yeah, why in. why don't you just... <laughs> I'll do some recruiting myself. Yeah. Um, look, uh, I think he, by all reports, oh, this is mean, he's the Daniel Howe of key defenders. Wow. Um, all I know is that Hawks fans don't rate him. Yep. And... Don't really like it when he's in the side because he was at, he was at the Bulldogs. He's at the Bulldogs now, but yeah. he was at the Hawks. Then went to the Bulldogs yeah. and then got delisted. So I did I say he got delisted by the Hawks before? I did. He got delisted by the Bulldogs, Bulldogs yeah. and he was at the Hawks. He was at the Hawks previously. Um, Eleven disposals, two point one intercept marks. I mean that's okay. Four point six spoils. Um, below average in his one on one contests. Only one point one one on ones. One. That's a lot of ones. Mm. I don't know. I don't mind the size and the strength on him. It'd have to be like a last choice yeah. sort of thing for me. I'm sure you could pick him up cheap. Yeah. Um, maybe he could take someone like an Aiden Bonner's spot on the list. Yeah. Not, not to, that's not, I saw you. I don't mind Bonner. What? I don't mind Come Aiden on, Bonner. mate. Um, what is it? What's he done? Nah, what's he uh, done for you to, to like Aiden Bonner? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't see it with Tim O'Brien. I, I think his best is really, really good, but he it's not he is the most he's one of the most inconsistent players in the in the yeah. AFL. Um mm. and he's very slight of frame. So yeah, ninety two kilos. Yeah. Yeah. He's for not, a key position player. Yeah, he um, I, like he's very athletic, but again, I, I, yeah. I just think he's a, a kind of a depth. Yeah, key defender I, I kind of, and that's what VFL. I mean by the uh, sort of like a Daniel Howe of key yep. defenders. Like yep. Daniel Howe realistically isn't the shocking, disgusting player that we all think he is. I know mm. he had a few bad moments, but he did a lot of pretty solid things as well. Like mm-hmm. having Daniel Howe on the list to play in the VFL and if we are, we are in an injury crisis, play as a sub or something, I think he's okay. Mm. Um, and it, he to me, Tim O'Brien to me seems like that sort of player where, yeah. you know, if we got him for cheap and he was in our VFL squad and to come in and like Bonner has come in um, in the past, uh, Callan Dawson, I guess, come in if we – Griffin Logue or someone gets injured if we hopefully recruit some amazing key defenders. Yep. That's sort of where I would see him. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't completely say no, mm. but it'd have to be a last yeah. ditch sort of like, oh, we don't really have many more options here. We just need bodies of someone who's experienced. Yeah, that's yeah. sort of where I – I wouldn't – not completely no, but – Fair. Uh, you know, it'd be a last resort. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a flat. Flat no. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Tim. I, I, you know. Oh, you look. He's an awesome bloke, and I, you know, he took like mark said, of the year as well. Did he take mark of the year? I think so. Yeah. Wow. Hey. Yeah, he took a took a ridiculous. He's got a good mark haircut too. Good head. <laughs> good head. Um, Adam Tomlinson. Mm. Adam Tomlinson. This is the guy. To be honest with you, 
if I was going to pick Nick Haynes or this guy, I would probably pick Tomlinson. So would I. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, I thought you were going to go the other way on that. So would I, yeah. No, I like Adam Tomlinson. I, I think he... Um, I think you know what you're going to get with Adam Tomlinson. He he, he can Does play. What he says on the tin. Yeah, he 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 can play on that kind of bigger, bigger forward as well, which feels feels a need for us, um, mm. which frees up a, an Aiden Core or Callan Dawson to kind of play that intercept role. And to um, re- they can run off and use their distributing correct as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. So without um, remember at the start of the season when Mackay was on an island, and you know you'd be like, why are you? in the middle of the ground, mate, when Joe Danaher's sitting in the goal square back there. Oh, so maybe, was... yeah, hopefully Thomason doesn't do that. <laughs> but uh, they did. They obviously have said he's a required player for next year. It yeah, doesn't so mean they... it'll happen. I mm. mean, if he can kick yeah. down the door a little bit. Yeah. Because I would, I would love Adam Tomlinson to come down and anchor that defence for a couple mm. of years. And, get, and once again, as long as there's a Daniel Curtin coming in or a, a mentoring a Charlie Combin or something yep. like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I... I think that would be a perfect move. But like you said, I do believe Dees have said he's a required player and he's in his um, exit meeting. So we'll have to see about that one. It doesn't me- mean he won't get traded. but it doesn't feel very likely. Yeah, it though. doesn't feel likely. But he he would have been a, a great, yeah. great, um, great asset for us for sure. For sure. Um, so you, I guess we'll say yes on, on Tomlinson, but yes, but unlikely. Mm. Scott Lysette. Mm. Port Adelaide, Ruckman, 31, 203 centimetres, 103 kegs. Um, four clearances, I guess, you know, 41% of hitouts won, which is concerning. Hitouts to advantage, 28.9%, is apparently average, but it feels very low. Mm. But knowing how desperate I am personally to get a Ruckman, I'll take anything Yeah. at this point. Yeah. But give me the rundown. Yeah, so... I think he was he was a premiership player at the Eagles and then That's re- right, requested yeah. a trade literally a couple of weeks after that um, to Port Adelaide. Yeah, I, I don't. I think his body's cooked personally. You reckon? Yeah, I, I think he's too old and his body's pretty shot. Okay. Um, I'd rather just have Todd Goldstein stay for another <laughs> year. And We'd all rather have yeah, Todd Goldstein um, stay for another year. Yeah. So would you would you take him on a one year? If say we Maybe. ended up not getting, say he was the only we brought him in as a ruckman for one year, and we couldn't get anyone else. Yeah, because I would say yes to that. Mm. But that's mainly because of my concerns with our ruck stocks mm. more than maybe his ability. But yeah. thirty-one, it's not. He's not thirty-five. Yeah. You know? The mail I get though is that his body's pretty. Yeah pretty done but look if you can get another year out of his body he, he's a very strong ruckman um mm. and he's got so much experience so just need someone who could take a grab around the ground as well yeah i don't know if he's going to be the guy to do yeah. that yeah. i'd love to see a bit of because earlier this year hamish free wasn't that far away from getting a game yeah because this is the thing with hamish free like i i'm taking it as hamish free would never play for north melbourne yeah not because I don't think he will get a game, but we haven't seen him. He's injured. His contract is his contract up, or has no, he got one more? Been, so I think they extended him. They did too, actually. Because there was an option on a their f- deal. A couple of others have extended for a year. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So it's him right now. We've got Hamish Free and Tristan Cherry, mm. and potentially Coleman CCJ. James. 
Yeah, I, I actually think out of all those, Common Jones should be starting in the ruck. I, like, I agree, like mate. You, I'm with you. Yeah, with I know. You. I, yeah. I like you. I would prefer probably to recruit a ruckman than start Common Jones in the ruck. But I don't hate Common Jones as a ruckman. Mm. He can. He's a much better mark than Jerry. He's more mobile. Not saying he is. I think mobile. He has better skills than he's Jerry as well. Than Jerry, he, he has natural in the football, modern game. You don't ability. need a big bruising ruckman. Yeah, it's just not what um, the game needs these days. Mm. And you've seen it with guys like that. Not really being in the yeah. league much anymore. Mm. You know, your Tim Englishes, you know, Gorn was before his time, all that sort of stuff. Your yep. Brody Grundies and things like that. Yep. Those Ruckman are the ones that do really well. I mean, like Big O for, for the mm. um, for the Lions, you know, he is that big bruising Ruckman, but he's got skills as well mm. and he can make up for it. So that's the sort of guy I would love to get as well. But obviously we're not going to get him, but like that sort of prototype yep. Ruckman. If Common Jones could put on some kegs and just – take one step in his ability, mm. I'd be probably putting him into that role. But it'll be interesting to see. Mm. Yeah. And I, I think the, the ruck position is such an interesting position because in my opinion, you don't, you don't need the best ruckman no. to win a premiership. You know, no. you look at... Well, look at the, look look at the, look the pies. pies. They had Darcy Cameron and Mason Cox mm. against Oscar. And um, yeah, I just don't believe you need the best ruckman. You need no. a reliable ruckman that's pretty decent overhead yep. and that's decent on the ground as well. Yeah, um, not irrelevant when the ball hits the ground. Yeah, so look, it completely de- my answer to Scott Lysett completely depends on what they plan on doing with yeah. Coleman Jones. But True. Um, it's a soft yes at the moment <laughs> for a one year. I'll yeah. say a soft yes for a one year as well. You know, but like like you said, it does depend. If if mm. if you gave me Lysette or Common Jones as our ruckman, I'd probably pick Common Jones mm. as the ruckman. Same. And and there's a guy at Port Adelaide that just got delisted, um, Bryn Teekle, who played a couple of games this year, um, who is relatively mm. like touted, I guess. Yeah. Um but they have a fair few um Ruckman on their list at the moment. It um, seems to be that way. So yeah, well, we'll talk about him. Soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of uh, lists with positions that are clogged, mm. the Gold Coast Suns have Chris Burgess. Yeah, yeah. Give me the rundown. Yeah, so Key Ford, twenty-seven, yeah. one ninety-four centimeters. Yeah. So he won the um, he won the VFL goal kicking this year. Okay. He tied it with Brody McLaughlin, actually, who's who's. Mm-hmm. Also on the our hit list. Well, we, I would we, can, we can talk about both of them yeah, if you like. So we've got Brody McLaughlin after that yeah. uh, as well. How many key forwards do the Suns have? Yeah, so wow. yeah, they tied on fifty-five goals or something in the VFL this year. Um, Chris Burgess, yeah, twenty-seven. He just can't break into the team, that Gold Coast team, because um, their forward line is pretty stacked. Um, I believe Adelaide are really, really keen on Chris Burgess. But they're going to bring him over as a key defender. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's just from what I've heard. After um, he's just won the goal kick in yeah, the Yeah, which is oh, interesting. interesting. But I I really do think North should be looking at one of those three If Gold you were going to pick between Burgess, McLaughlin and Chol. There's also Caleb Graham as well. There is too. There is Caleb so, Graham. Oh my God, they've got so many. They got he's so list, much Caleb depth. Graham is listed as a key defender. Yeah, so he, he's a key defender. Okay. So well, let's stick with the Fords for a second then. Yeah. So, out of Burgess and McLaughlin, 
Which one do you yeah. think has more potential um, or which one? Because they're, what, similar, similar sort of age, 27, mm-hmm. 25, 193, yep. 194. I mean, McLaughlin looks like only 87 kilos. Mm. So he's very light framed compared to 97. Which one would you sort of pick? Yeah, I've, I, I only watched, you know, some of their, their footy this year and I, I watched the VFL Grand Final. I thought McLaughlin was really, really good in the VFL Grand Final. Um, he's pretty athletic mm. and he, he, he's got an eye for goal. So I would definitely take McLaughlin if we if we could get him over um, Burgess. Yeah, and I think I think he's the right age to grow with our group as well. If he can play that key forward, it's probably the lightest sort of key position player we've yeah, read out here. Is, are you worried about that? I don't, I don't think he's that. There's no way he's. Okay. He says he's 87 what? kilos on the website. Yeah, but. I don't. I don't know about that. He's, okay. he's, a, he's he looked bigger on on TV. I don't know. Okay. He looked bigger on no, TV. No, no, it's I don't fine, know. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'd probably take. Yeah, Brody McLaughlin. Okay. Um, yeah, and he, he could grow with our group. Yeah. And hit his peak mm. at the right time for us. So he – I think he's out of contract this year as well. Okay. Um, so I, I reckon North should probably be be looking at someone like that to, to partner Larky. Yeah. All right. Because also that means Zerha gets – the Zerha, third, the third I've never seen as well. Zerha as a key yeah, position. He's not player, a key position. I know player. he had to play that a lot mm. over the last couple of years, but he's he's nowhere near a, a key no. position player. Mm. Offers too much more in different yep. positions. So. Yep. And I'd love for Cam Zerha to get the third best defender, not the second best every yeah. every week. So um yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think he would be would be a very handy pickup. Well, let's go to Caleb Graham then. Mm. Key defender, twenty-three years old, one ninety-four. Uh, 97 kilos. Yeah. Um, a nice mustache as well. Yeah, looks yeah, like, which would be good for the for the fans. Yeah, he's a big guy. Um, he again, he played really well in the VFL Grand Final. Um, and would definitely fill a, a spot in that key defensive post to play on that bigger mm. that bigger forward in more of a lockdown type role for for Caleb Graham. So, um. Yeah, I definitely see him as a as a defensive option for sure. Um, I don't know when he's contracted to, but yeah, I don't think he played any games this year. Um, yeah, for it looks Coast. like on yeah, here he what I've got, there's no games. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he, he could be a, a solid. What do you option think you'd have us. to give up roughly for a guy like that? Oh, in his if, say if a player, as an example, with Brody McLaughlin, yeah, um, if he's out of contract, do you still if we sign him, do we still have to? give the Gold Coast something or is that only specific players on specific dollars? I think the Gold Coast would have to delist him for us to get him as a delisted free agent. Mm. Um, I'm kind of confused when players are out of contract yeah, but they're not delisted. Confusing. Yeah. I don't really understand, you know, why some players can sort of get signed mm. if they're delisted. But if you're out of contract and not delisted, what do they do? Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a good a question. I, yeah, it, it, is, it is confusing. I, mm. I don't know whether... I don't know whether it means he gets another deal at the Gold Coast for another into, year or... Yeah, I have to look into like, you know, obviously d- depending on what Mackay gets, depends mm. on the compensation we're given. Yep. Is there a number which under that you don't have to compensate? Mm, potentially. So I'd have to look into that. I'm not I'm not 100% sure. Um, for, for Caleb Graham, I mean, looks like the size, the age and that sort of stuff that we need, if mm. you, especially if he's like a key position sort of lockdown for sure. guy that you can stick on a proper, an old school, a Tex Walker, Tom Hawkins type. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess if he's sort of sort of cheap like that, and probably more realistic than Tomlinson, 
Um, probably yeah. better than O'Brien. Yep. Bigger sure. than Cofield and Haynes, different sort of players. Different sort of player, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, Caleb Graham is that lockdown defender and I think he would be a good handy pickup for us. Mm. Um, he would come pretty cheap, I think, yeah. too, in terms of a contract. So okay. um, that could be one to, to look out for. So, uh, yes, you're, you'd be pretty happy to get him along? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd, I'd probably put him – I mean, would – I guess we are kind of forgetting the fact that we do have Griffin Logue on the list and, and he'll be back, I guess, towards that last third mm. of the season. Um, and look, his start to his North Melbourne career wasn't ideal by <laughs> any means, but yeah. um, he came off no preseason pretty much um, and then did his knee. So um, I'm sure we're going to see the best of Griffin Logue mm. when he gets healthy and fit. All right. Um You've put Travis Boak on the list of players we should target. Yeah, uh, and that was purely – it's not – it's almost not for a playing purpose but just for a leadership standards purpose, yeah. I, I thought. Do you think getting someone like that alongside having a Dil- – oh, Dylan Shield, Liam Shields is a good idea? Yeah, yeah, that, and it, it's kind of very similar to that Liam Shields. I thought Liam Shields was so good for us this year. He was yeah. such a – just a weapon. The way he goes about it. You can tell that every ball to him means life or death. Mm. And I love the way he played this year. I thought he was such a great pickup. And he really clearly just sets the standard um, for intensity almost for our club. And my worry with Cunners, Zebel, Hall and Goldie all going, yes. we, we really lack Leadership. Some some senior guys. Just experience in general. And and it's no look is, is Jai I mean, I know Shields is there, but who who else is it, really it, experienced? It's no and I'm not I like Luke McDonald. Yeah. He had a horrible year. Shocking year. Horrible. And I don't know. I'd be backing him to bounce back. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not hope, saying he's gonna be I hope he does. Yeah. I hope he does. Well, I'm not saying he's gonna be one of our best players, and especially if we do get Stevens and Fishers and you know, got Goders and Bergmans mm-hmm. and, and things like that. You know, does he make it into the into the side yeah, in exactly. three, four years' time? I don't know. But exactly. um, I'd be backing him to come back and be at least better mm. next year. But, but now that now that those four guys have left, there's a massive gaping hole in our list. Yeah. Um for for senior leadership. A thousand games worth yeah. of experience. Yeah. Like so I'm just throwing names out there like a Travis Boak yeah. that that you know could he clearly wants to play on um, from what I've heard and and I don't think I don't believe Port Adelaide have a contract in front of him yet so yep. whether you look at a Travis Boak for a year just to to help grow our group and mm. and set standards within the group something like that might might be worth a look yeah cool okay and he he you know. It wouldn't be at the expense of playing, hopefully, anyway, a, yeah. a Tom Powell or a Will Phillips. I guess Phillips it depends as well what happens in the draft. Like 100%. Harley Reid, McKercher, Riley Sanders, yep. th- those are the names that are always thrown around as midfielders. Mm. Um, would we want, you know, Boak in there, yeah. sort of taking any time away from there? I don't think they'd play him, but then is Boak okay would. not to play? Mm. You know, I guess he, he, that thing. would be the understanding, though, yeah. that, Travis, you're coming in, you may not. You yeah. may only play four games for the year, but yeah. your whole goal is to to set standards within this group and mm. get them get them hard. 
Do you think there's any possibility of it happening though? I mean, this is probably more not, of a hypothetical. No, no but, but, yeah. but but it's probably more the it's not Travis Spoke himself. It's more the idea of we severely lack that mm. that elder statesman. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So another player that um these these sort of players now are. Um, players that maybe from your knowledge you've suggested we mm-hmm. could target. We haven't been linked to some of these guys yeah. yet though, just to point this out. Before anyone gets angry at me for going, we haven't been linked to this yeah, guy. No, so, so those those Gold Coast mm. guys that we mentioned, like I've McLaughlin heard Burgess. And, I've heard Burgess definitely. Burgess, yeah, it's so, more like I haven't heard McLaughlin and Graham. Yeah. Um yeah. and 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 Boke. But those, so from now on, yeah, these are the players that yeah. you've suggested. So yeah. if anyone so doesn't like them, yeah, uh, also go easy on me, guys. Ro- it's my absolutely first time. roast him. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> roast me. Um, but yeah, it's more the idea of Travis Boke yeah, for sure. Um, Shannon Neal from the Cats. Yeah, he's just a key forward that that can't get in the team essentially. Forward or a ruckman? Because it says yeah, he's he, a ruckman. He, he plays. He plays both, but he okay. played. Um, he played mainly as a forward for Geelong. Mm. Um. He's a Perth boy as well, and he is just starved of opportunity within that Geelong you, you forward line. You probably think Tom so, has, Hawkins has probably got only one mm, more year. Yeah, left so maybe though, they're so. saving him for that. But yep. um, you know, it's hard. The because, right sort of player, like two hundred three yeah. centimeters, one hundred kilos, twenty one years old. And he's old. athletic. Like he's an athletic yep. kid. And you got to be club, like as a club, you got to be on this early. Yeah. You know, you can't just wait for people to become available. You got to prize you them You got to go out. and get people. Yeah. You got to lure them out. So, um, it's, it's a dog eat dog world. Yeah. Like Geelong can go get stuffed. We're trying to get, yeah. you know, these, these players. Yeah. We can train our them team. for all so, the talent they have. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, look, it's just a name. Like it's, you know, yeah. no, no, he, these he are the sort of players we need to think about. Could, it could be a good option to, to partner Larky. Um, we we definitely need more depth within yeah. that space. And someone that I didn't just li- key positions in, yeah. General. And someone that I didn't list down in the forward line was a guy that played in our VFL team, Tyler Sellers. How tall is he? Yeah, you know? I, I don't, he'd be 6'3", 6'4". Okay. He, he was he had a great season, mm. and I don't know whether it's worth giving him a rookie contract, something like that. Would, I'd rather I him thought, get a rookie contract than a Marnie or someone like that. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, Aiden um, Bonner maybe. I know you love Aiden Bonner. <laughs> I don't number mind one Aiden, Aiden Bonner. Bonner fan. I don't mind. I Aiden did, sorry, guys. I didn't know I was getting the number one Aiden Bonner <laughs> stand on the podcast. If I knew this before, <laughs> we wouldn't have done it, but um, here we are. Yeah. Uh, someone like Tyler Sellers, you know, we know what he brings mm. as well because he's at the club. So, yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. Again, another another option there for sure. So the your man that we mentioned before, yep. uh, Bryn Teakle. Yeah, um, Brian. Bryn. Bryn. Yeah. What's the name? with these names of these Gen yeah. Gen Zers? Bit of a different name, the old Bryn Teakle. Um, <laughs> Ruckman, twenty three, two hundred four centimeter, one hundred two kegs. Not not bad stats. Thirty three point yeah. seven hitouts to advantage, which is yep. above average. Thirty two point three percent hitouts one. Um, yeah, three point five score involvements for a ruckman, which is pretty good. Mm. I mean, it's only ten point three disposals, but it's a ruckman. He's a ruckman. It doesn't really mm. really matter. Um, yeah, I mean, age and size and some of the stats suggest he would be a good pickup. Did you say he got delisted? So he got delisted. So he played four games this year, and yeah, I think obviously you get him very cheap, and um, yeah, just a potential option as backup for. Whoever we choose to lead our ruck, <laughs> ruck division, so would he be back up if it was him and Jerry? Do you reckon? Oh, who knows? 
I, I mm. again with with Cherry, I was just so disappointed in yeah. in this year. What so. do you think Tickle's sort of ground game is like, or is his distribution possession? Is he got some sort of talent and skill there, or is he a big lumbering? Ruckman? No, he, he he's he's big. He's he's quite slight of frame though, so he does have a bit of kind of filling out to do, but. Um, no, I'd say he has a bit better football smarts than someone like a Jerry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that actually would be like, you know, well, like we said before, the the Ruckman maybe is a position you don't spend all your money on these days mm. and just sort of by the sound of it and um, the stats suggest that's someone I'd love to. Mm. Honestly, I think would age profile size-wise, you know, uh, fits, the, fits the bill. So yeah. I'd be chucking him a, a little contract. A couple of years, see what he can do. Yeah. You know, so I, I'd say yes to, to Tickle for sure. Um, but if we can get someone mm. like a Sean Darcy. Well, there's the next player. That like that immediately. There was a there, there was a, a very weak link suggesting that North are interested in Sean Darcy about mm. a month or so ago. Yep. Um, I'm pretty sure it got shut down very quickly. Really? Um, yes. Damn. But. It came up again this morning on Twitter though. Did it? Yeah. So people are talking about Sean Darcy. I, I know Clarko was just over in WA. I don't know what he was doing in WA. Uh, scouting for Daniel Curtin. Yeah, potentially just watching Daniel Curtin. Um, but Sean Darcy is Victorian. Um, he's from like... His stats are fantastic. He's so. a monster. Yeah. I love, I love Sean Darcy. He'd be Al Ruckman for the next, you know, mm. five to eight years. Um, he's... Not only... 111 kegs too. Mate, he's a, he's mo- a big the, boy. The guy's a monster and yeah. he he's a big unit. He's a bash and crash ruckman, but his tap work is unbelievable. Like he's got great tap work. Yeah, well, he- hit outs won 56.8%, which is elite. Mm. Um, hit outs to advantage, only average 28.3. Score involvements above average 5.4. Clearances above average. Contested possessions above average. Disposals above average. Like... Yep. You know, he's, he's very, very good. Um, 25 years old as well. Yeah. Do you think we could do it? Do, is there any... I, I think we can. I, I, I really do. I, I feel like... this is one that I feel like it's too good to be true. Yeah. But then I've heard other whispers of like, we're going for it. I, and I think we'd be silly not to go for it because we've, we're armed with first round picks. Well, what moment. would you give up? Did, are we taking it that Fremantle would probably think they're in the doldrums and would need picks or would we take it as in you know they think they're going to bounce back next year and could dish them off a Tom Powell or mm. or something like that Fremantle gave up a lot to get Luke Jackson over I want to say they give, gave up two first he rounders. He more plays Ford now though doesn't he so they're not getting in each other's way mm. There's thought that Luke Jackson has to play Ruck and just, just be the, the standalone Ruck Because Frio's got a couple of Taberner and so there's another bloke up there, isn't there? Uh, yeah, they've got um, they've got Jaya Miss as well, that young kid. But he's he's not hasn't he, come on. No, no, he he was great this year, but okay. he he he's not kind of that ruck like he yeah, would okay, yeah. be a ruckman. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like there's something brewing to get. Sean Darcy. I just well, feel it. It's and like he, that gettable podcast, and they said something, or there was a rumor like, "Oh, North is a big fish will land at North Melbourne." This offseason, I think we have to. Like we we have so many picks that that we 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 could definitely land someone like a Sean Darcy. I feel like, and and, and you look, you you have to pay overs to to get Absolutely. someone someone like that out. But yeah, I I 
I think we have to go for someone. Yeah. That the other thing is he's be- again he's he's really close mates with Griffin Logue and Zach Fisher. So Darcy Tucker getting, get on the phone. Darcy Tucker as well. Um, Cam yeah. Zerha, WA. So, but he 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 travelled the US and stuff with Griffin Logue. So they're super close. So I, I just feel there's something brewing there. And I don't want to get too oh, excited. Scoop. I don't want to get too excited. No, I just I know. got a feeling that. Yeah. And can you imagine this is like Sean my gut, Darcy? My gut feel about Chol as well. Right. Is like, this is kind of what I'm saying. Is like, I just got a gut feeling that we might get Chol and I think he can be good. Right. Maybe this is your gut feeling with Sean yeah. Darcy. Yeah. Because can you imagine Sean Darcy tapping it down to Wardlaw? Like, it's, yeah. it's the most ridiculous. He, and he. Yeah. Sean Darcy's got great skills as well for a big guy. He doesn't he, look fit as well, does mate, he? He yeah. looks like he's got a barrel yeah. about him as well, but he's good. Yeah, he's he, he he and he also basically did his ruck apprenticeship under Aaron Sanderland. So yeah. he he's got just so many tools oh, and stop weapons. Stop exciting me, mate! I'm pumped. <laughs> I don't want to believe it yet, but it's it's something we should. I'm, I'm sure that the club has asked the question at the very least. Oh, they better have. I'll tweet Sonia and be like, "Oi." I've got Twitter now, by the way. I should probably have told everybody. Yeah, that. tweet, tweet at Sonia. Tweet at um, who's the other? <laughs> Troy Makepeace. Troy Makepeace. He's on. He's pretty. Yeah. Active on Twitter. Yeah, we'll get. Tweet yeah. at Marnie. Yeah, Marnie. Marnie will involved. be able to get her. She's got connections um, to Perth. I'm sure. Kane Corns. Like yeah, Kane Corns. We'll get Kane the Corns. Corn man. Yeah. yeah, we'll get. We should get Kane Corns in as a, like a part-time coaching role at North. I reckon. Oh my god. Get him. Uh, you know. Well, Josh Gibson's just left, so Kane Corns, our defensive yep. coach. You reckon we could employ him? Ice bath coach? Could be. Yeah. Well, the ice bars will be swiftly uh, deconstructed from the, <laughs> from Mate, the club how rooms, did, I reckon. How did Horn Francis poll 16, bro- whatever it was? <laughs> three votes after 13 touches. That was four turnovers and three clangers. Oh, my God. Look, let's not Kills get into me. that anyway, right now. Um, That's a dark, another dark yeah, hole to so go down. Yeah. I think Obviously, yes to Sean Darcy. Massive yes. Massive yes. He, he's one of the best ruckmen in the comp. Mm. Um, he... He could definitely make an all-Australian team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, He's God. strong too. Yeah, like no, well, you're strong, getting me all excited, mate. Good like, overhead. Oh, Love that guy. Got it. A dream. I'm going to have dreams about we're gonna have the whole. Tonight. We're going to have the whole, like, half the Frio team in our, <laughs> <laughs> as our starting As long as they're the good ones and not the bad yeah, ones. Yeah. Um, another one you've suggested here, James Stewart, key defender from the Bombers. Yep. Just another delisted um, key defender. Comes cheap. Yep. Just a defensive option. Would you rather him or a Tim O'Brien? Him. Okay. Interesting. It's, yeah. I, did, I don't think he played this year. No, he didn't. He um, he got delisted and then came out and said he wants to play on. Um, could be a good option for, for a year just to... Mm. 199 centimetres and 99 kilos, yeah. so he's got the size. And usually plays on that that, that big key forward. Has he, when you've seen him play... Uh, does he look like he's a fairly solid player? Would we get something from him or you think it's a bit of a let's stop gap? Yeah. 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 More of it's a It's like a gap. Josh Walker sort of signing. <laughs> yeah, I forgot we had Josh Walker I, for a I second. Would, he would be pretty handy right take now, actually. Josh Walker back. He would I have would. been perfect right now, Josh oh. Walker. I think he's out playing golf or something <laughs> full time now. Um, yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah. No. Nah, James Stewart would just be a, a stop gap. Um, until we can get mm. a Griffin logo, and I assume you know, just touching on the on the draft, uh, I seriously doubt that anyone will be able to match West Coast's, you know, yeah, their, what they want for pick one. So mm. I, I assume we have to take a Daniel Curtin. 
I think um, even if Harley Reid's on the board, I, I would personally be taking a... Would you? A, yep. Yep. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Not even a question wow. for me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking Harley Reid all day. I love Oh, I kind of want to debate it now, but it's not a draft yeah, episode. Yeah, I need sorry, to save sorry. these spicy well, yeah, takes. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but now I want to talk about it. Um, quickly, uh, any, just give me one sentence. Why Reid over Curtin? Um, I think it's purely out of spite. To be honest, after the, the Horn Francis thing, like we need so that, we like. need that, we need that blonde explosive <laughs> midfielder. We need just, someone handsome to put on the front of the yeah, calendars. Yeah. Um, I watched, That's what Charlie Combins for. Yeah, <laughs> I watched him. Um, he played. Robbie Tarrant was also handsome. Oh, mate. by the way. Anyway, so my fiance, my fiance loved Lucky Robbie Tarrant. They did listen him just for, for the North. sake of your relationship. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, um, I watched him play VFL against for the Bombers against um, Southport up there and yeah. absolutely just... James Stewart? No, nah, um, Harley Reid. Oh, Harley Reid, sorry, yeah. yeah. And he just dominated. Mm. And that's when I made my mind up that we need to take this guy. Yeah, yeah. look, I, look. Yeah. I, know, I know what you mean, though. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, if you I'm can more get... after, like, positional fits. Yeah, I, know, I, I think I that's so much more important, this draft. But once again, I'm not going to be like, oh, we got Harley Reid. Oh, I'm so mad. No, I'm not going to be it. like that. But... I don't know. LDU, Wardlaw, Sheasel could arguably go in there. Mm. You know, Taryn Thomas, Will Phillips, Jai yep. Simpkin, Tom Powell, Hugh Greenwood, Zerha rotating mm. through there. That's so many midfielders. Mm. A lot of midfielders. And Shields will, will go Shields in there sometimes. Some, yeah. and if, if Dylan Steele was like, Zach, Zach Fisher wants midfield minutes, mm-hmm, like this mm-hmm. is so many of them. So many. And if we're, if we're trading like a Tom Powell, like I think, and I've said this before on the podcast, like, I reckon Tom Powell used this man in a trade to get a keeper to get a chole or, or yeah, somebody maybe. like that because not that I don't like Tom Powell, but a midfield is so deep and I think basically all the other midfielders are better than Tom right. Powell. I, I don't not rate Tom Powell, but I don't re- I haven't really seen him have a game where I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I know he kicked a couple of goals at the end of uh, was it the Bombers game or the Saints game or something? Um, and he's had decent games. He's a good, solid player, but mm. he's just not getting in the midfield over any of those guys. Yeah. I, I've heard rumours about Powell wanting to go home to, to yeah. South Australia as well, but mm. m- me and my brother talk about this stuff all the time because he's just as much of a North Nuffy as, yeah. as I am. We both rate Tom Powell above Will Phillips. I Like, I don't... Uh, it's not that I don't like Will Phillips. I, I like him. I, I think I, the jury's out on him a little bit too. I think he had a good. He had good patches. Patches. Yeah. Patches. But for for me, those two, you know, you need to have a big year mm. next year. And yep. I, I I'd still take Phillips over Powell, but it's not by much. Yeah. Um, if we are, I'd say we have to be getting at least one midfielder in this draft. Mm. If it's not Harley Reid, it'll for be some McKercher. Reason, we'll grab yeah, McKercher for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'd, ra- I'd probably rather take Sanders over McKercher. Really? No. Yeah. No. I just think the lingua, like Tassie, I feel like this guy's going to stay at the club. And I think that we're missing. Is McKercher as much of an inside guy as Sanders is? No, he's more of kind of a. Zach Merritt type player, so he, See, he's very good like on the outside. I feel like we've got these like Wardlaw inside and out. LDU, I'd actually say, is probably better outside than mm-hmm. in. Taron Thomas outside, strictly outside. Yeah, I feel like Riley Sanders taken over that Cunnington type role. I mean, Hugh Greenwood can get in and do it, but I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, this is another draft episode. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're going down a rabbit hole. And I think just just on yeah, there, there are there are rumors about Tom Powell 
potentially mm. wanting to to go home to South Australia. Um, so that that could be looked at because we do have so much midfield depth. Yeah. The other one, and I know it got shut down, but like the rumours don't stop with Taron Thomas. And I know. Um, well, look, I know. It, he, for, are you talking about getting traded before the season? Mm. Okay, because his agent did come out and say mm. he's going to stay. Mm. And I, I, they keep going though. These yeah, rumours like yeah. keep coming. And, I feel like that's just and, the machine of, yeah. pe- of people. Because how many people would have seen the, the headline saying Taron's going to stay? Probably yeah. not many. Yeah. So people just know. Potentially. It, it's like everybody who comes into the barbershop and talks about Taron Thomas is talking about his off field and how he's a troublemaker. It's like mm. This was so long ago. Mm. And the dude just had an amazing back half of the season. Yeah, his last six games, I want to say he was so why top, are we not top, talking five, a, yeah. top five rated in the, in the league. In and the league, yeah. He... Next year is his last year on his contract, yeah. and you put it. You need to put a big. Oh, like, I like understand he, the off field stuff, have, but you he's need have to a, put a massive deal in front of him. He's going to have a massive year next year because he knows that it's a contract year. Yeah. So if you play well this year, you're getting a yeah. big contract, and he's he's already on a massive one. He's on like seven hundred a mm. year, but next year is a massive year for Taron Thomas. And I think in the last six games, he showed that he's worth he's worth every cent of that. Yeah. And we need to hold on to Yeah, I'm willing Taren to Thomas. I'm also willing to bet on him as a person and this I might come so. back to haunt me as yeah, well I and, I, so. and I get that but I think you've got to be you've got to have this sort of attitude is he's done the work um, he came back he before he wasn't gifted a spot in the side he no. worked and came back into it and he showed his you know, um, sort of ability on the field mm. as well so I think you need to back him in yeah, his body language sometimes and some things he says and does maybe aren't the most convincing but at the end of the day he played amazing for us and I think mm. you need to back him in on and off the field. Um, yeah, and, and on his body language, that was a really, really hard time for Taron. His grandma had, had And he was just young. This happened when he was well like 20 years old. I mean, yeah. apparently the allegations and everything that he faced were a couple of years ago right. anyway. So right. this is all to a 20 and 21-year-old mm. kid, he's basically. Got, yeah, so he's got a lot of... You know, Clarkson is there now to be able to... Put his arms around him exactly. and, and hopefully help him grow as a person on and off the yep. field. So. And I know he's very passionate about the Indigenous side of things mm. and Simkin being Indigenous himself. Yep. And I think Simkin's a great leader. Same. Hopefully he can have that stability with those guys, know he's supported. And I don't know, I just, I'm willing to back him in. Yeah. No, so am I. So, like, hopefully we can hang on to him. But, mm. um, and hopefully Mackay is, is, is the only yeah. person we, we lose. And, and, and Goldie. And Goldie. But, just on Mackay, if 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 the the deal that he gets doesn't trigger band one compensation, I'm matching, matching that. I'm absolutely. matching that deal. Well, Clarkson's come out and said yeah. they're going to do that anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, the only reason I have faith in this now is because Clarko's there. Mm. And I said this last podcast is I would be terrified going into this off season. I would have no hope yeah. on the on the earth if about North Melbourne if Clarkson wasn't there. Um, to steer the ship. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because Clarkson isn't going to get pushed around. Mm. Um, so, look, I'll, I'll back in what's happening and I'm, I'm very excited. But um, I'm, I'm excited for... For what it could be. For what it could and, and Xavier... Um, Clark? Xavier Clark's a massive get. Yes, I'm do you so, know much about him? Well, he coached the um, NT Thunder to a premiership. And, I heard and that. he's really highly regarded at, at Richmond. Ford line coach. He, and he, 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 was part of, he was part of the Richmond. The premiership years. Yeah, but also he, he interviewed for the Richmond role. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, and I'm excited that we've finally got rid of Brown. Gavin Brown. Oh, Gavin Brown, yeah. yeah. He'd been there for too long. And yeah, Gavin Brown. Well, I'm he, actually kind of, look, and as much as I like Ratton as a person, I just don't think Ratton 
is the best coach. I don't think his heart's in it. I don't think his head's in it anymore. So I'm kind of happy that Ratten did move on as well. I know it's hard because we all like him. It seems like a, seems like a, a nice guy. guy yeah. But yeah. I'm a nice guy, but I probably couldn't coach. Yeah. It hurt It hurt <laughs> me a little bit to see him move on yeah, so look, quickly it, to bloody yeah. Hawthorne. But um, but he's not coaching Hawthorne, mm, is he? It's mm. some sort of administration yeah. role or something. Yeah. Um, all right, let's fire through the last two really quickly. Yep. Uh, Dougal Howard from yeah. the Saints. Um, I believe he's, he's St Kilda have put him... Yeah, I think like as available, yeah. um, he would be in the kind of t- Tim O'Brien. Um, Do you reckon? I mean, his stats suggest he's better than that. I mean, spoils seven point two above average, one on one contests uh, three point two above average. Um, other than that, the stats are kind of average. I guess intercept mm. marks two point one, which is yeah. league average. Intercept possession six point one, league average. 199 centimeter, twenty seven year old, ninety four kilos. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Seems yeah, seems could, okay from could, from stats, but could be a good option. He is a weird one at St Kilda. They they preferred um they preferred Zane Cordy over over him in mm. in the key defensive role. Um, so yeah, he's been kind of shut out of. of Would that you role. rather a Dougal Howard over like a James Stewart or a Caleb Graham, something like mm, that? I'd take him over James Stewart and Tim O'Brien for sure. Yeah. Um, I think Caleb Graham, similar to Brody McLaughlin, like he could. He just high high di- ceiling? Yeah, yeah, he just hasn't been given the opportunity yet. Yeah. But I think with Dougal Howard, you know what you're going to get because he's played a lot of AFL footy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, someone like him or even, you know, the next guy, Tom Tom Clurie, mm-hmm. someone like that um, that's played a lot of AFL footy that can just hold down a spot for, you know, a season or two mm. um, until we – develop a, a Daniel Curtin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's basically the list. Uh, the list. Mm. We're done. There you go. Uh, I don't know how long this has gone for so any, far. I think any, it's a long one. But any parting shots for my boy <laughs> Flynn Perez and Aiden Bonner? Your Flynn Perez, your boy too. Yeah, so I ran into him at the game once I, yeah. and he was the nicest guy. Like, yeah, I, I mean, just, I, 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 know, I know that, like, okay, footy. I don't want know, anyone yeah, to be yeah. delisted. Yeah, it's so hard because to Because of not, their personalities, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And this is the thing. I, I find it very easy to separate the person and the player. Yeah, I can't do that. See, see, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's, there's like, like Ratten. I'm glad Ratten's gone. I think I thought Ratten was awful. Mm-hmm. I liked the, the little spurt he gave us when he came in. This new coach yep. bounced a few weeks of playing well, yep. no wins, and then it went back in the bin very quickly. Yep. Is Ratten the nicest bloke ever? Probably, yep. but I, you know, Clark, uh, David Noble was probably the nicest bloke ever. And look how that turned out. You mm. get someone who's a bit more hard hitting like Clarko, and mm. we've got a lot more faith, yep. don't we? Like, I don't know, Flynn Perez. <laughs> He kicked, a good, he kicked a great goal against um. You remember the goal this year against yeah, Geelong? Yeah, I know. But we've mate. we've all kicked a great goal before, mate. We have, yeah. You know, yeah. Kane Turner kicked the first against the Eagles, and everyone That's true. everyone got set off. Aiden Cor smacked one from outside fifty. Yeah, yeah. Off, off a Kane Turner overlapping handball. How good was that? Oh, I mean, yeah. What a duo! You know what sucks now? That's peanut butter and jelly right there. That's <laughs> Kane Turner, That's and Aiden Cor. The, the the problem I've got now is anytime Aiden Cor does anything like that, I mm. get bombarded with yeah. messages because I'm the Aiden Cor guy. Yeah. Um. And I'm sure when Jerry does something one day maybe as well, I'll mm. get bombarded. People are more on my side with Jerry now. Um, 
than they are Aiden Core. Marnie loves Aiden Core, and that's why I'm considering yeah. never letting her back on the podcast ever <laughs> again. Uh, well, your name's now New Marnie, by the way, because of Perez. Just because of her love for Aiden Core right now, to be honest. I just feel with Aiden Bonner. I'm, a, I'm joking, Marnie. I love you. You're coming back on, please. With Aiden Bonner, though, yeah. like. Or he just gets the worst assignments of all time. Like Griffin Logue just does his knee and then we're playing Carlton and then he has to play on Harry Mackay and he's but, like but, my uh, Yeah. I'm like poor Aiden Bonner. He wasn't like, even good in the VFL though, yeah. was he? Like, look, Flynn Perez, um, two knee Ricos or mm. ACLs, was yeah, it? No, he, did, he had two. He had a Rico in his draft year and then, yeah, did, a, yeah. did an ACL. Yeah. And, I, and I completely sympathise with that. Mm. I, I know it's very, very tough. Mm. Um, never showed me anything that he was an, a capable footballer at mm-hmm. AFL level. Mm-hmm. Not quick. I went down to the Port Adelaide North Melbourne game in Hobart and watched oh, him did play. You? Okay. He was awful. Yeah, he did that. I remember Can't that turnover. Kick. That turnover. Yeah. Right, I was sitting right in yeah, front of him. Yeah, that was horrible. Can't kick. Not quick. Mm. Not good decision making. Slightly built. Mm. Um, yeah, not for me. Like Lockie Young's the same. Like. Mm. Lockie Young, I'd prefer Lockie Young over Flynn Perez mm-hmm. um, and that's mm-hmm. not a high bar. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, Aiden Bonner, undersized, not strong. Once again, seems like one of these guys that running off half back might have a little bit of ability, but in a one-on-one contest, I back him to get beat every single time. Mm. Um, the only thing I said at the start of the year was if he could play that Josh Gibson third man up sort of role, mm-hmm. maybe – he could yeah. do something, but even then he couldn't. So yeah. I'm – no, I mean, no. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, that's all right. I that's all right. That's okay. A, we're, allowed to, we're allowed to disagree. Aiden Bonner's I, your I th- boy, but – Yeah, I thought – I remember Bonner doing a really good job on um, Dangerfield, like when Dangerfield Danger- was – Yeah, like they they, they, play, they were playing Dangerfield deep and Bonner – Bonner just blanketed him. So the Bonner blanket, as they call it. Um, but <laughs> so so Bo- Bonner's going to be our lockdown, yeah, our maybe. Finn McGuinness. Is that know. what you're trying you to say? But he could be – So what you're saying is Bonner in a midfield a bit like lockdown a Kyron, role. a bit like a Kyron Hayden. <laughs> Ryan Crowley. You remember Kyron Hayden? Yes, yeah. Very Kyron athletic. Hayden. Oh. I believe he had the uh, – I believe Kyron Hayden had the record at the draft combine for running vertical leap. That's great. Well, look at his footy so these record. So the, these are the type of things that I bring to the podcast, people. So Fantastic, um, yeah. So yeah. your uh, best 22 next year is going to get redrafting yeah, re- <laughs> Kyron Hayden. Kyron Hayden. Uh, Aiden, Aiden, Aiden Bonner playing yeah. every game. Flynn Perez. Flynn Perez and uh, in the midfield All my maybe. crew. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, no, thanks for um, thanks for having me. No, it was good fun. <laughs> it was but good it'll be the fun. last time you're on after this, fun. that's for sure, fun. after all those awful takes at the end. <laughs> uh, no, you'll be back on for sure. Um, when hopefully any more rumours and things will we'll get you on yeah, for your expertise. Yeah. And, um, you know, when trades do happen or signings mm-hmm. do happen, we'll try and get a podcast up ASAP, sort of analysing the trade, where they fit their stats, how yep. they're going to fit with North positionally and mm-hmm. statistically and all that sort of stuff. So mm. ready that nuffy brain of yours. Yeah, in, in all seriousness, it's the, might be the biggest trade period for us I in think our history be because we've got so much armed ready yeah, to yeah, go. Yeah, we've got, we've got a – the war chest picks. is back. Yeah, we've finally got a war chest of picks, <laughs> not, of not, picks, not, not money. money but, um, Thanks, Aiden Core. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this could really – yeah, like set our club up for the next ten years. So we got to we got to make good choices and and be brave. I think. I think if you be brave, mm. 
you, you'll be fine. So yeah. uh, welcome, hopefully, Sean Darcy. Sean Darcy. To <laughs> Dylan Stevens, Zach Fisher. To North Melbourne. You can take... Rub your chole. You can t- you can, Sean, you can take Jack Marnie's number one. Oh. The famous number one. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Jack Marnie then? Um, yeah, that draft was, was a bit of a mare for us. Yeah. Uh, one of many. Um, I just didn't quite see what... They saw in him. I don't because no. he's not. He's one. He's another player like a Perez, for me that I just don't. I haven't seen anything from. It, it's one of those ones, the Aiden Core paradox. I think I called it, where if he sets the bar so yep. low and he yep. plays above average for his bar, yep. everyone thinks he's good now. Yep. And a guy like Jack Zebel, who's plays really well and then plays average because it's below his high bar, seen as being bad. And I yep. just think that's a weird place to be in. And I find it very easy to be like, well, Aiden Core being good isn't better on average, than Jack Zebel being bad. Yeah. I think just for all the Jack Zebel haters out there. <laughs> Cop this. He was pretty much, he for the first half of like this season, he was almost all Australian. Like, he was that good. He, he was. He, he was, was honestly so good. Yep. Maybe, okay, not not the first half, but like <laughs> first six games. He was If flying. he didn't kick those balls out of bounds against the Bombers, yeah. there's no way people are saying that he's not. He could have played players. on, to be honest. Ab- yep. Yep, absolutely. Goldie and uh, and Zeb should have got a one year deal. Mm, I know Goldie's I going because he probably got offered two somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, I reckon it's a massive, massive loss getting uh, getting rid of Zebel. Well, Zebel retiring yeah. at the back at the yeah. for our back line. Yeah. That's why Nick Haynes or something like that would be yeah. really crucial. No, I'm I with think. you. But I'm with you. Anyway, we'll discuss this more a different time. Yes. Um, thank you for listening, everybody, and thank you for coming. Thank on. you. Thanks for having me. Um, I have Twitter or X. Yeah, I'll follow you now. now. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I, I, I'm, it's so difficult. I don't know what I'm doing at all with it. I've never used it in my life, but oh, okay. at Further North Pod on uh, Twitter or X. What should I call it? Should I call it Twitter or X? I think Twitter. Or should I get with the times? I've only joined since it's been X, so maybe I just know it as X. I think Twitter. Okay, I'll yeah. say Twitter. Uh, at Further North Pod on Twitter and Instagram, Further North Podcast on Facebook. Um, I'm setting up something for next season for you guys to be able to send me voice messages after the games. Nice. Um, so I'm going to get a link sorted. You can just log in through your Spotify account and you can send me 10, 15, 20-second voicemails from your um, after-game reactions. That's going to be a thing I'm going to try and implement next year as well. After so losses or wins? Both. Or both? I, okay. just want, I just want funny things. I want okay, some okay. Arsenal fan TV-style reactions okay. after games. Nice. Um, I want everyone saying blood clart. And all that sort of stuff, like <laughs> troops used to say on the <laughs> on the show. Um, what well, this is descending into chaos. Lots of stuff coming. Follow the socials. Uh, more podcasts will be out very very soon. I'm going to still try and do weekly ones, unless there's completely dead sort of air for North Melbourne. I won't do anything. But thank you for listening, and we will talk to you guys again soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.